You're listening to Canada's Court, your home for all your Canadian basketball needs. Here's your host, Philip Drost. Well, one of the untold stories of pro basketball is the European adventure. It's not something that's talked about often, but today on the podcast, we're going to give it a tackle. It's not most players' first choice, with the NBA being the ultimate goal, but it's still an excellent option for someone who's looking to go pro. And Melvin Edgem of Canada is one of those people. He spent the past two seasons playing in Venice, Italy, and before that playing in Rome. And he joins me on the podcast now to tell me about his European adventure so far. Melvin, thanks for joining me and buongiorno. Hi, uh, buongiorno. It's, uh, it's, been, it's a pleasure to be here, man. So the common thing is when you're a, a pro player um, that gets their first check, they go and they buy a car. When players in Venice get their first check, do they buy a gondola instead? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, it, it seems like it'd be the, the thing to do, but uh, you know, we live a little bit outside of Venice, so, so cars work fine just where we're at. All right, I just thought I'd check. Have you been on a gondola ride yet? Uh, not yet. I've been on a lot of the water taxis and a lot of the boats, but I haven't got on a gondola uh, on the gondola yet, no. All right, and I've also another uh, light question to start here out here. I've heard you have a special relationship with the basketball. Could you tell me a bit about that? <laughs> um, I'm assuming you're referring to to my girlfriend. That shoot the ball like your girlfriend. That's exactly what I'm referring to. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you know, basketball basketball has, has done so much for me in my life, and um, yeah, you know, at times I had a very intimate relationship with. The ball, um, you know, I consider consider the ball my girlfriend. Would talk to her, and, and uh, you know, it was just a, a fun way to get through a lot of the the, uh, the, the workouts and things you're doing. Uh, you know, when things aren't going too well, um, you just got to treat her as your girlfriend. You hopefully you be good to her, and uh, the basketball gods will be good back to you. So, fair enough. I like it. Now, before we get into the uh, whole European basketball experience, let's talk a bit about how you got to where you are now. So after college, you you played some summer league t- with some summer league teams. How how was that experience for you? Um, yeah, after after um, college, I, I played with the 76ers and I played with the Spurs. Um, it was it was a cool experience. Um, it was my first experience with the whole professional at- atmosphere. Um, you know, it was kind of rough. I didn't really play much with the Sixers at all. I didn't play at all actually. I left early and went went with the Spurs. And, and I had some good moments there, but didn't really play um, a lot of times, a lot of times there. Um, but it was a learning, it was a learning experience, um, and uh, it was so quick, it was a whirlwind. And uh, um, but but it was a, it was a good experience. I learned a lot. I got to meet a lot of people, and I think it really it really helped uh, helped my outlook on on the professional world. Um, especially in regards to the NBA um, after that first year because it exposed me to a lot of different aspects of it that I wasn't uh, necessarily aware of when I graduated. Tell me more about that. What what kind of aspects? Um, just just the style of play, uh, just the the, uh, the interaction with, with people. You know, every day you're meeting somebody uh, or, or, or you're talking to somebody from, from the organization, from the front office, from the... Uh, you know, for, you know when you when you play on those summer league teams for you know for a couple of weeks, I mean you're treated exactly like a player would be over there. So you get to to, to meet a lot of people, um, experience a lot of different things, and and a lot of it came as a shock to me 
um, and just was just new. It was really fresh. Um, uh, I didn't have, a, you know, I didn't have a, enough time to adjust and, and to play, uh, you know, probably the way I would have liked to have played in one of those situations. But it happens. You live and you learn and, and you, uh, you know, you move on. You use it as an experience and then you go on and hopefully you get another chance uh, or you can seize the moment. And then after that, you signed with Rome, correct? Yep. How did that come about? Um, you know, my agents were working on a deal. Um, uh, they had, uh, you know, their GM had been in Vegas, uh, watched a couple of games, um, had seen a couple of, uh, of my game tapes from college and was interested in, in, in you know, in, in signing a player. Um, and it just really worked out. Rome was a beautiful place. I mean, uh, it's an amazing city. And uh, the team, uh, you know, the team was, was interested in me. We made it happen. And I was able to go out there and, and have a, you know, have a productive first year. We had some, some transition periods there that were, were pretty rough. But um, it's to be expected when you're, you know, changing your lifestyle, going to a place where no one speaks your language and, and, uh, and really um, experiencing the European side of basketball for the first time. So, um, so yeah. Tell, tell me a bit about the, the difference in play style between the European game and then what you were playing before. Um, I mean, from college to the NBA is, is, you know, definitely different, but even from college to Europe is extremely different as well. Some of the rule changes are a little bit different. The way they officiate the games are a little bit different. Um, you know, there's different rules like, you know, the ball is live when you hit the rim. So, it was a shock to me the first time I was shooting shots and it hit the rim and somebody goaltends it and I'm looking at the ref, but, you know, it's legal play over here. And uh, just different aspects of the game in that sense, as well as, as the way that they they, um, they they execute, you know, just the X and O's of it. You know, it's very system-oriented. The, the, the court is a, a lot more clogged up. There's no space there. You know, in the NBA, you have the three-second uh offensive rule or, I mean, or defensive rule where you, you got to be uh, um, you know you got to be in contact with somebody <clears throat> um, so that the paint is so open um, but it's very different like that in the European game and just a lot of the rules the style of play the execution is very systematic um, but it's it's uh, it's a slower paced game with less possessions um, but but it's uh, it, it's it's, it's a clear distinction between the European game, the NBA game, and, and obviously the college game. How long did it take you to adjust to that different kind of basketball? Um, it, definitely took, it definitely took some time. I mean, the first couple of months um, were, were tough just transitioning. Uh, you know, even so, the travel call for me was a big thing, you know. Just, uh, you know, going into college, I was a, you know, first step type of guy. I was a lot, beating a lot of guys off my sweep and in my first step jab moves. And, and a lot of those moves, I, re- I wasn't able to do that. And, and I had to change kind of the way I approached it and, and some of the, the technical aspects of my game. And, and it takes some time, but after a while, I, mean, I was able to, you know, had some good people around me that were able to help me out and really was able to integrate it. I won't say I'm perfect at it because, it, you know, it's still, you know, still trying to get, you know, it's trying to stop doing something that, that's, you know, that's firsthand to you that you've been doing for your whole career. Um, but I've definitely improved on it, and it's, uh, it's, it's helped me. Which aspect was the most challenging? I mean, you mentioned quite a few different things there. What was the most difficult to, to get used to? Um, well, I mean, I think a lot of people think that just like the, the change in scenery and culture and moving out to a different country would, would be the biggest part. But for me, you know, that was something I'd been doing since I was really young and, you know, from going from Canada to the United States and, 
And so it was just a kind of another another location. Um, but the, the, the toughest part, I think, was the rules. You know, the, the way that they, they officiate the game here, the travel call was a big call because it's it's – it's hard. Um, it's hard to, like I said, to stop doing something that everyone in the United States and in North America who plays basketball does on a regular basis, and nobody over here does it. And, and instantly, just the motion of it, you know, can trigger a travel call. And uh, you know, you know, that's that's a turnover. That's that's a negative play for the team. Um, so it, it's very tough to to uh, to stop doing that and to change that. You know, those habits and. Uh, uh, but but it was something that I was able to do. That guys were able to teach me, and and help me, you know, get through it, and uh, and are continuing to do. So it, it it's been good, and and it's it's definitely something that that's you know that's that's able to change that you're able to change with you know given some time and and, and the right type of focus. And how much is language a barrier? I mean, does your whole team speak English, or do they speak like like how does that all work? Uh, well, we have a lot of guys that speak English on our team. We have a, a you know, quite a few Americans on our team, um, and even our Italians speak, you know, pretty good English. Um, it's, you know, it's only a challenge, um, you know, when you when you don't try. You know, I mean, I think that uh, there's a good amount of people who um, who who speak a little bit of English, but are willing to try to, you know, sort through your broken Italian if you if you know a couple words to help you out. Um, so, uh, you know, I often find myself trying to put sentences together and, 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 you know, figure out things, especially in the day-to-day life. But in the basketball community, a lot of the guys speak English or, or speak multiple languages, and uh, it's it's not quite as difficult in, in that in that, that aspect, at least on this team. Um, in my first year, we did have a couple guys who didn't really speak English as well. Um, but, you know, like I said, it's it still was uh, – there's still certain things you can get across on the court and in life that, you know, language is never really a barrier for. And how's your Italian coming? Uh, it's coming. I mean, I, I won't say it's I mean, definitely not <laughs> fluid, but I, I think that, you know, if I listen long enough, I can hear a couple of things and, and piece some things together. But uh, it's definitely improving, and, and hopefully, you know, I get to a place where, I, you know, I, could, uh, I can understand it pretty well. So we've talked about some of the, the challenges of playing in Europe. What are some of the positives? Oh, I mean, just the way of life. You know, the way of life over here is 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 great. You know, people have a different outlook on, on life and on on, on on the things they do every day. Um, the the cultural experiences, like I said, I've been in Rome and now I've had a chance to play in Venice. Just the cultural experiences and the history that's around you, uh, not just only in Italy but in all of all of Europe, is uh, you know something that you know I get to do something that people try to do on their vacation. Um, every day, you know what I mean. So it's it's an amazing aspect in that in that sense, and it's great basketball. I mean, it's great basketball. There's a lot of opportunities here. There's a lot of, um, you know, on the financial side, there's a lot of good money to be made over here, and uh, it's uh, and it's an amazing alternative, to, uh, you know, for those people who are, for whatever reason, can't make it to the NBA or just looking for a, a good place to play. I mean, Europe has so many different leagues, there's so many different types of levels of competition. Um, it's just a, a great aspect of uh, it's just a great place for basketball and uh, and it's uh, you know I think those are one of the many you know, you know a couple of the many advantages and uh, uh, playing over here. I'll tell you when I I got to go to Italy about who it was almost I think ten years now I feel uh, kind of old but um, the I remember eating pizza and gelato almost every day. The food must be a a nice little perk. 
Yeah, the food's definitely great. I mean, Italy, uh, I've been a lot of places.